Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 194 of the Super Speedway podcast, recorded Tuesday, May 11th, 2021. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, I had to do the notes today, and I had to check as I was reading that to make sure it's actually May 11th. Well, as as we started, I thought, oh, man, I didn't do the notes. I hope I hope uh, he doesn't Ron Burgundy anything, but you did it. You you got through it. I did it. You, you nailed it. You nailed it. So we're off. <laughs> we're off and running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if people just, if people knew the amount of effort that goes into the show notes, um, prior to the show in that usually you or I jump on and spend five minutes scanning J ski and Twitter and pounding and try, it together and yeah. And trying to remember what conversations we've had throughout the week. <laughs> right. And then look, and then what else I, another thing that I do is I look back and be like, did we already talk about this? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes that does happen. Yep, so. I've done that. And then it's always like, well, what happened in the race? It's very frantic. It's very yeah. frantic. And then when it's a I, race like this weekend, you're like, what did happen in the race? Did I anything was, happen uh, in this race? <laughs> I was messaging with our special guest for next week, Derek, on uh, on Twitter, and uh, he said something along the lines of, "Yeah, we'll get it, we'll get it done, you know." And then you guys have time to edit the podcast, and I just laughed and I said, "Derek." Yeah. <laughs> No, there's no editing in this no, podcast, man. No, <laughs> not very often, anyway. So take that how you want, guys. If you guys think this sounds polished and, and edited, we don't edit anything. That's called chemistry, people. Chemistry. The, the most that I do any editing is if there's something on some some bonus material at the end of the closing uh, song. Yeah. Um, that's the that's the extent of the editing. Or if one of us says something stupid, which believe it or not, we do sometimes say things dumber than what we actually yeah. keep in the show. Yeah, and um, there's there's also the occasional child that yeah. causes a causes a disruption. Yeah, or technical um, difficulties. But generally, it, there's very minimal editing of this. Podcast. Yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> see how this episode goes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, we we wing it. We like we like the live thing. I like I see. I came from radio. I did some radio in college, and and I like the live aspect of it. And so. The, well, you're getting the same thing now that you get if you listen to our show live. And here's the thing, man. We've been doing this for nearly 200 episodes. Yeah. We we gotta. We don't even have to look at each other on screen or in person at this point. We <laughs> right. know the beats, man. We know we know the the sounds and the grunts and the uh, yeah, <laughs> you know the chuckles. I guess that that mean that you need to take over. Yeah, exactly. So we got that. We can we tell when the down. other one's struggling. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. All the time. And then you know I just let you struggle as yeah. long as it needs. Well, so. yeah. I mean, I, I would, too, if I were in your shoes. Oh, yeah. It's more fun for me that way. Speaking of struggling, James. Wow. Everybody in the field on Sunday struggled except for Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> not not a lie. Yeah. Not telling a lie. That's uh, and, and I think even he would have, have said he struggled the way the car felt to him. But, yeah, uh, yeah he uh, he did that Martin Truex Jr. thing that he does. My um, God. Where he takes a, a great racetrack and screws it all up. And dominates, 248 so. of 293 laps led. Whew. So yeah, only was... two other drivers got double-digit laps led, and that was Ross Chastain, who, if I remember correctly, did it on a pit stop sequence. He did. He led 10 laps, and Kevin Harvick, who also led 10 laps. Everybody else, single digits. Ross Chastain did that thing that uh, Brad Keselowski tried at Richmond. That's right, yeah. And it doesn't work no it completely backfires on people he no. lost his lap anyway here's the thing the only way it's going to work is if a caution comes out and i don't know if anybody's paying attention but nascar is not just throwing random cautions anymore right. um it's, it's happening a lot less and especially when somebody's stretching like that you just don't see them throwing cautions to change the or to, to reward that strategy so yeah um, yep. I think it's a losing proposition now. And maybe, I mean, it's not like Ross Chastain's been doing a whole lot. Maybe it's the only opportunity he had, but. Well, if you're Ross Chastain, you've got nothing to, right. you know, I mean, you're, what are you going to lose? Yeah. You know? Go for it. So, yeah. Well, yeah Mark... do, do you think uh, Chip Ganassi is uh, bumming that he let Kyle Larson go? <laughs> um, well, I don't think he had a choice. But right. Yeah, prob probably. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I. Eric, I know Martin Truex Jr. won this race in dominating fashion, and yeah. we'll give him his his due. Um, that was that was legit, awesome performance from Martin. What is it but, about Martin Truex Jr. that he's able to do that? Nobody else. Kevin Harvick's done it a couple times. Kevin Harvick did it at Michigan last year. Yeah, I don't know if it's. Um, gosh, I, I wish I could give you a, a guess. I, 
I don't know if it's just him being methodically patient. That's probably what um, it is. He's just smooth. He's just yeah. I mean, it's a, he's smooth on the wheel. He rode that car up on the wall all day long. Yeah, and just I mean, just I mean, he was slide sideways and slinging, and it was just beautiful thing to watch. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know people don't like when guys dominate, but what are you going to do? I mean, it's it's just you got to be impressed. I mean, it's going to happen in sports from time to time. You're going to get a you know, you're going to get a bombed out performance like that. And, and thank Kyle Larson, um, for, for giving him a run because that was yeah. exciting as heck towards the end of the race. Yeah, that was um, great. I was, I was rooting for, for Larson to get there. I wanted, honestly, I wanted he, to see them both get together and have Kyle win it. Kyle Bush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. KB. Um, you know, Larson was, he had like, I, I feel like there was a chance there once or twice. Um, but I feel like Martin was just kind of cruising along at 90% yeah. and, and Kyle was giving everything he had. I mean, that three wide pass uh, in the middle, I know it's My been talked God. about it, but man, that I saw amazing. that move. All I thought was, dude, I missed this guy yeah. driving. I mean, look at that. It's All just I thought of, I could hear the world of outlaws announcer as he pulled that move, because that is a world of outlaws. Yeah. Style Larson move. makes it three wide. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the door was closing. I mean, nobody could control their car. I mean, a, a degree of difficulty, 10 out of 10 on that thing. Yeah. It was incredible. Just incredible. That just shows the talent that this guy has. I mean, he is one talented SOB. Yeah, just a wheel man. Just everything that we've we've thought he was. And, um, you know, look, Eric, you look at the top of the leaderboard on this race, talking about wheel men. Yeah. I mean, Martin... You know, kudos, got to give it to him. Wheelman all day. Kyle Busch, wheelman, and and old Billy, uh, William Byron, um, he is starting to flex that yeah, wheelman. Uh, I mean, 10 straight top 10s. Um, he's becoming what we thought he had potential to be. He's, yeah, he's graduated into, uh-oh, here he comes. Yep. Um, so that's, that's great. I mean, that's just, you know, just super talent, young talent, veteran talent. Um, but guys who really know how to drive and, and can drive pretty much anything. And, and um, I just, you know, that's a I, really I, good point, James. I don't mean to de derail your no, thought, but ahead. I want, no, I want no, to dwell ahead. on this a little bit longer because it's, we're not just talking veterans. We're talking wheelmen. I yeah. mean, you, you mentioned William Byron is up there among guys like Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, Ryan Blaney's up there in Chase eighth, Elliott. Chris Busher in ninth, Ryan Newman in 10th, yep. Chase Briscoe in 11th, Tyler Reddick in 12th. Yeah, I'm telling you, you're right. This, these are the guys that you expect to be right on the edge of control and hanging out of these suckers. In. Yeah, exactly. You put the horsepower in, take the downforce out, and look at what Roush Fenway can do. Yep. Uh, they did this at Atlanta. I mean, this is um, really nice to see that they, you know, they can still they can still get out there. And Chase Briscoe, uh, we haven't talked a lot about him this year, Eric. It's been a tough rookie campaign, but he really had a great run. Yeah. All day, just solid all day, and and Joey Logano. You know, he dropped off the top five just because of, you know, that late pit issue. But again, just guys that just drive it. And when the NASCAR gave him the power to do so, I mean, look what you see. I mean, it's it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And so, James, I wanted to ask, because there's been a lot of talk since this race. There are a lot of people who thought this was a terrible race. And there are a lot of people thought this was a great race. Where do you fall? Oh, great. I thought this was great. I'm with you. I am yeah. not a fan of long green flag runs, but yep. I loved the way the final stage played out. And listen, this is what you guys are asking for at Darlington. This is yep. what you want. When you say we need to take the horsepower away, this is what you get. You're not going to get a bunch of wrecks. That's not what they do at Darlington. They mm -hmm. rub the wall. They brush the wall. They get sideways. They make moves like Kyle Larson did. Martin Truex Jr. Spun out every freaking lap of this race. He just caught yep. the wall coming off the turn and it saved him. Yeah. I mean, these guys were completely on the edge of control. And and if you need any more, you know, any more of a, of an example of that, look at the Stuart Haas cars that pounded the front ends of their cars oh, in yeah. with just Identical. vicious hits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is Darlington. This is what you get when you say you this... want Darlington twice a year. This is a Darlington race. And look, yeah. I'm good with that. I don't want it every week, but twice a year. Awesome. Yeah, and, and and you know too, Eric. If, listen, five fifty this year has been good. Yeah. But it's been good with restarts. Right. It's been great racing with restarts. This was a, I hate to throw this word around, but this is a non-manufactured, mm -hmm. great race. Yeah. Like you had, you had a guy, 
you know, swing for a home run late at, at Truex. Didn't get, you know, didn't get it, didn't, didn't make it happen. Martin was dominant all day, and that's old school NASCAR racing. We had tire fall off, and, you know, you could get fresh tires, make a run, and if you saved your tires, you you could you could do quite a bit. And, and you know, Martin Truex, just going back to your point of him just being smooth, Eric, um, you know, had <laughs> never, never burned up his tires all day. Just drove the hell out of the car and um and was able to have just a natural a nice natural finish I, I feel like i'm taking shots at nascar a little bit but you know this was just a a just a standard old school and that's what darlington is this was throwback weekend yeah. old school race and i loved every second of it yeah i i have nothing bad to say about it again if we saw this every week i'd be disappointed but you this is so this is, you know, the oldest track we run at, or at least one of them. Right with Martinsville, yeah. Yeah, and and you, this is throwback weekend. We throw it back to the only thing we could get James here that would be that would would make it even better is if we could have some mechanical attrition here, because yeah. we just yeah. don't get that anymore like we used to. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this is a classic race, and that's what that's what these guys are screaming they want so you got it this week and if you're going to complain about that well then you just can't we can't make you happy no no yeah if it's you, you get it you know you got to get a mix of results in nascar and if you're a nascar fan and you want to say you're a nascar purist that's you know right. that's that's fine um but you have to be willing to take and, and enjoy the little things that come with a show like this um yep. yeah we don't want, want martin tricks jr leading 250 laps every every single week no um but we can sure as heck enjoy the the dominance when we get it because um i mean definitely probably the hardest track to drive so far this season that we've raced on and that was just a all-timer of a performance yeah um with a, with a dash of a great larson um great battling throughout the field i mean gosh I mean, think about way back in the field. And I mean, it was a lot of side-by-side racing throughout. It was just every time somebody was on camera, there was, you know, because of that tire fall off, guys were able to make runs and catch up. And um, it wasn't aero dependent, I guess, you know, which, which was nice to see for a change. Yeah. I, we really enjoyed Darlington last year and I, I wasn't sure if it was because it, we were back from the pandemic. And so we were just happy. Oh, that was racing. part of it. I was, uh, yeah, that was part of it for me, but I really enjoyed this race. And, you know, I think another thing that I enjoyed about it, James is it's 400 miles instead of five. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I want the Southern 500 to be 500 miles. I don't want that to change, but the shorter race is nice. Yeah, if we run, yeah, exactly. With with less on the line, it's not a playoff race, and yep. we'll come back here to kick everything off with a big day, with the big Southern Five Hundred. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If we're running, Dar- listen, man, we could run Darlington ten times a year, and I'd be happy. I don't care what the <laughs> distance is. This is, uh, you know, I you talked about how you love Talladega a couple weeks ago. This yeah. is this is right there with Talladega for me. I just love watching Darlington. Uh, love everything about it. And, and, uh, I, yeah, I, you know, running here last year, three times was, was a joy. (laughs) Well, I will say, you know, we, we almost lost Darlington over the years and the fact that we have two races here again, um, just gives me hope that I'll be able to get here (laughs) someday and go watch a race at this place because it is definitely on my bucket list of tracks to go to. Yeah. I've driven by it, but, uh, that was, that was on my way to Myrtle beach and all of a sudden, we're coming down the highway, and I went, wait a second, Darlington, <laughs> hold on. And we kept going, and all of a sudden, there was a speedway, and I was, like, flabbergasted. I was like, I didn't even know we were coming up on this. It was That's funny. Yeah, I know. It was a shameful moment, but also very I awesome. Say, I don't ever accidentally stumble across a racetrack. I know. I actually stumbled across Darlington. It was incredible. I was like, wow, this is <laughs> This is great. I'm going to get here someday. I'm coming. I'm coming back. Um, so eventually. One other thing to note about this win for Martin Truex Jr. is it is his third victory of the season. Uh, which means he is still the only driver with multiple wins this season. That's so far. right. Yes, that's right. Um, Got to be yep. a major threat, right? Gotta yeah. Be favorite. And the, and the I, he... I still don't know that he is the favorite. I think the favorite yeah. is in that five car, but yeah. Well, the tracks he's winning on, and he's he's done it before. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I like him. I like. I still like Larson. Um, and, and I'm not counting out Denny Hamlin. I don't. Yeah. I know he doesn't have a win yet, but yeah, um, he's got everything but one though. Yeah, and KFB. I mean. Yeah, again, another great KFB. run today, but <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Eric, this is win number 30 for Martin Truex Jr. Yeah. Um, as, a, as of 20, let me see, 
in 2016, he won four races. That was the first time he'd won multiple. Before that, he he had won three races total in his career. So we're talking 2016 to 2021, uh, 26 victories. That <laughs> that span. It's incredible. incredible that this guy has revitalized a career that was dead. Yeah, he was he was mucking around, and when he went to I mean, it wasn't Row, his fault that it was dead. I mean, he got yeah. screwed over by the Clint Boyer spin, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, when he went to Furniture Row, that was a um, that was just the final resting spot. Yeah, on a career that was yeah. pretty much shot, and all of a sudden that team came flying uh, out of the yeah, out of the him, gate. And, him and Cole Pern made a made a a championship winning team out of that. Yeah, they really struggled in 2014 when he first went there. You know, really not great, like not great at all. But all of a sudden, like 2015. Uh, championship four, 2016, four wins, and then all, and it was it was on. I mean, championship runner up, runner up. Uh, so yeah, he's, um, you know, he's Dale Jarrett late in the career surge, but he's well, he's getting to the point where he's surpassing Dale Jarrett. And I like you mentioning that because I like to play a little game sometimes when we get drivers like Martin Truex Jr. Uh, we look at the win list for Martin Truex Jr. He yeah. is 28th all time. Yep, and he is he 30 wins. He is behind. Next on the list, 27th is Kurt Busch with 32. Oh, he'll catch him. Dale Jarrett with 32. Yep, he'll pass that. Fireball Roberts is 25th with 33. He'll get there too, yep. Brad Keselowski has 35. He's 24th. Yeah, he won't catch Brad yet. I think Brad's got some winning to do. Bobby Isaac is 23rd with 37. He'll eventually get there. Uh, Matt Kenseth, 39. Yeah, now we're... See, when we get to... We're talking nine wins now. Now I, I'm I'm like, eh, that might not happen. Tim Flock but, has 39, and then Mark Martin is 20th all-time with 40 wins. I, boy, I think 40 is reachable, especially if he keeps doing this. Right. Uh, if he can keep this up. Well, if he's for the only guy who's going to win multiple races in a season, I mean. Well, yeah, if he you wins. Gotta, you got to think, what's, what's Truex got? Three more good years in him? Maybe. Yeah, he's 41, so eventually the fall-off's coming. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's... Well, he's got to win. Yeah, I mean, tens. If he does, if he does three year, three more years, that's nine wins. Yeah, you got to yeah, think he's gonna, he's, he's gonna get more than three this year. Yeah, so that'd be six total this year, and then a couple other threes. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. That's yeah. possible. That's possible. He, hell, man, look at the schedule. He could win the next bunch of races here. He's great at Dover. He's great on road courses. I mean, he's he's got a nice favorable schedule coming up here. He could win a couple more in a row. Um, and then we're off to the races. I, yeah, I don't think he'll get to, uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of all this. I don't have a list in front of me. I know Stewart's at 49. I don't think he gets there. Um, right. I don't think he gets to 50. I th- he could probably get to 40. One, I, one thing we, that I failed on this whole thing too, is last week, I forgot to note that, uh, with Kyle Bush's win last week, he ties Kevin Harvick again. And yes, he does. So. Yes, he does. The battle continues. Yeah. <laughs> the war rages on between Harvick and pretty Kale. sure I know who's gonna win that battle. But oh yeah, Kyle's not right. going yeah, Kyle's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh anything else worth talking about with the cup race at Darlington? Oh man. Those you, you already talked about the big hits, but man. man. I've never seen cars of... bend like that. Yeah, um Cole Custer had all four off the ground, it looked yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, my brother-in-law sent me a text and said, all four off the ground? I said, yep, sure does look, sure does look like was, it. That was vicious. Those are identical hits almost. That was crazy. Both those Stuart Haas cars went out that way. Yeah. And Kurt had his problems. Um, but, I mean, we talked about everybody who had a great run. Yeah. Um, I will say, they, James, I played the uh, I played the Fox uh six bets whatever stupid thing oh win clint's money win clint's money for the first time um didn't do well i got I only got two out of six um but it's kind of interesting that's cool yeah. that's cool i figured i get they keep putting it in my freaking face i figure i might as well, well only try it only time. four people won this week it's like man if yeah. i had luck into one of those yeah i know that's a couple hundred bucks yeah maybe a couple thousand bucks yeah yeah so uh I, what what happened to brad kozlowski just no crew chief and that was it is that the problem? Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one, huh? Yeah. Just just out to lunch. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to add there. Um, it was weird. This is weird seeing how but he was so bad. He was so bad. Not terribly surprising to see Eric Jones struggle. Uh, no, he was uh, he was he was not 
that bad of shape and then right. he pounded the wall. Yeah, I say struggle. I mean, he finished 18th, but he's he's never finished outside the top 10 here. This is the first time, so. Yeah, he was he was borderline. Like, I left him in my fantasy lineup because I'm like, I think Eric's going to top 10 this thing. And yeah. then it's pounded the wall at the beginning of stage three. And that Yeah, was... I had him in my fantasy, but I had to have him in there because Kurt <laughs> was in there well, as well. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was going to bench him for Harvick. And then I, I said, no, I'm going to save that Harvick start. That was that cost me. Uh, yeah, that cost me about 20 points. So yeah. that was smart. Really smart. Yeah. Fantasy. Ugh. Ah, stupid. We'll get we'll get to that later. Fantasy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> All right. Anything else with that? Uh, no, man. We'll see Darlington in the playoffs. Yeah. Kicking it off. Um, well, we're not leaving Darlington just yet because we've oh, got yeah, Xfinity yeah. and Truck to talk about. We'll bust through these real quick. Uh, Justin Allgaier gets the win, uh, his second victory of the season for 2021 in the Steakhouse Elite 200 for the Xfinity Series. Uh, Josh Berry gets himself a second place finish. Sort of. I mean, it was a third place finish, but uh, yeah, old Noah yeah. Gregson gets DQ'd. I got to give you credit, Eric. Because <laughs> you were gonna, you were, you talked about picking him last week. I know, and right? You, and you said the words, "I don't trust Noah God, Gregson." That would have killed me. And he got a DQ for zero points. Yeah, hundred thousand dollars down the tubes too. Yeah, they they are appealing it, so we'll see. Okay. I don't appeals usually don't win, but they no. they could probably lessen that. Um, $100,000 down the tube plus potentially another $100,000 because he's no longer in the running for this week at Dover. Yeah, either. that's a bummer. Yeah. So. Uh, but how about Josh Berry, man? Second place finish. This guy's got an Xfinity legit. ride next year, right? Yeah, he's legit, man. Junior's got to put him in a car next year. He's running really well. He's just running. Let me see. I'm, I'm going to look at his season stats so far. Um, four top tens. Uh, average finish 19, but I think I feel like he's coming on. He's had some bad uh, finishes, just rookie mistakes, and I think he's he's gotten rid yeah. of those. But he's he's coming on. Yeah, he's yeah. he's been running really well. That's I gotta, awesome. I, mean, I gotta think he's got to be able to get the sponsorship behind him to get to run a season next year. Uh, you got Dale Jr. back, and yeah, you can get it done. You would think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Anything else really worth noting in this one? I don't think there was a whole lot that was too terribly exciting. No, I thought Daniel Hemrick was going to find a way. Um, yeah. just didn't make it happen. Yeah. Hemrick um, just again, right there until the end. Uh, you pissed me off because of course he picked Allgaier to get the win. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get to picks. Don't you worry. Allgaier leads freaking 10 laps and wins the damn thing. But yeah, well, that happened to me twice this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm well aware. Yeah. <laughs> not seeing Austin Center, obviously Austin crashed. Yeah. Uh, late, late in the race, but uh, yeah, I mean, he had a good run, 34 laps late. I mean, he's, you know, not don't let that bad finish fool you, but you know, not letting. Uh, I mean, he he doesn't finish 29 very often. So Jeremy Clements finishes fifth. Um, That's a good run for them. Ryan really Sieg eighth, and Alex yeah. LeBay ninth. Yeah, even Brett Moffat, you know, yeah, seventh. Um, yeah, there's some weird dudes in the top ten for the Tommy Joe race. Martin's finished fourteenth. James, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. David Starr, sixteen. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's a weird. Yeah, Ty Gibbs. Um, I know he wins everything, but right. I mean, st- I will say, let's. Well, Ty Gibbs only came through the field what three times because i know of road penalties? that's what i wanted to say like Freaking don't let the final, again don't let the final result fool you <sighs> that's a great run for a first timer at darlington yeah like that's you know 17th at darlington well, and, and fox didn't cover it but i believe he was the one that i think he got a penalty on one of his pass-throughs too because it popped up on a screen again that he had a penalty and they didn't acknowledge it so he yeah. might have gotten three penalties in this race yeah, which I that's have. I mean, listen, man, that's going to happen when you're that age doing that, doing what he's doing. You're going to have that. You're going to have races like that. He can't win every week. Let's so. see. 54 speeding on pit road on lap 52. And then 54 speeding on pit road lap 131. So no, it was just the two. Yeah. But still, man, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I was looking at the points after this race too, Eric, and just total points. I mean, I know Austin Cindric was is at, held at a different standard, but Daniel Hemrick's not that far behind him. No, uh, thirty nine points. So it, it's, I mean, that, that that's a whole win race. has got to be coming for him. Yeah, I know. I'm hoping he can get it done. He's done. I'm hoping he can get everything it done. but win. Yeah, he's having a really good season. I and, and last year he was kind of in no man's land with with JR Motorsports and uh, or Junior Motorsports, whatever you want to call, yeah. <laughs> or however you want to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that they can get a win for that guy. He's, he's going to a good well. track this weekend for him. Yep. Yep. He's going to run well again. So 
Um, the truck series lift kits for less.com 200 Sheldon Creed leads seven laps to get the win in the wreck fest. That uh, was, oh my God. It, that was something. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek, I think was the truck to beat. Uh, but the two KBM trucks get wrecked on the restart, um, late in the race and take out the majority of the field. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, I don't know, Eric. I th- I'm trying to think like, I remember when Jimmy Johnson didn't go at yeah. Dover a few years ago. Um, but Tony Stewart I don't, and Casey Kane at Chicago land the one time. Yeah. yeah I, I don't, uh, <laughs> boy, I don't remember non super speedways having that big that was, of a pileup. I don't that remember. Was, I remember one pileup like that and they acknowledged it on the, on the broadcast one pileup like that at Darlington ever. And that was the one that Neil Bonnet got hurt when, when Ernie Irvin drove like an idiot. And Oh, that was, the field. uh, yeah. Coming yep. off of turn four, I think back yep. in the, in the nineties. Yeah, that was the Swerve and Urban days. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, that that was it was an incredible wreck. And then NASCAR got a lot of criticism because they had a lengthy red flag and then restarted the race and ran a ton of laps under caution. But yeah. the reason they did is because one of the cars that was or trucks that was sitting there was leaking oil. And when they drove off, that truck dragged oil all around the freaking track. Yeah. So nothing they could do there. I, it, it was a little annoying at the time, but once you found out why it happened. Yeah. Um, record 12 cautions in this one, 66 laps of this it was attrition. seven lap race. Yeah. It was attrition and it's, I, it, it pulled me in though. I didn't watch most of it, but I saw that big wreck and I'm like, okay, okay, boys, I'm coming in. Yeah. I, and, uh, I watched geez. it religiously. Like I always do. Um, uh, mentioned Sheldon Creed. That was James's pick this week. I picked Ben Rhodes who finished second and was coming, man. 34 laps led for Ben. Yeah. Rhodes. Ben Rhodes was coming. Yeah. Carson Hosevar gets third place. Yeah. In this I wanted to shout out Hosevar, Michigan guy. Yeah. Um, running the Johnny Benson scheme. I thought he was going to get second there for a minute. He was, he was driving the hell out of it. Top finishing rookie awesome. in this one. Great run for him. Can I shout out, uh, Eric Darnell? Yeah. Showed up. Hasn't run camping world trucks since 2008 and uh drove to a 17th place finish at darlington yeah. racing his old paint scheme that's awesome hasn't run any nascar since 2012 was the last time he's been in any sort of uh nascar sanctioned race so a uh, nine-year hiatus comes back um man remember he was i thought he was gonna be something uh with with roush do you remember that era? yeah yep. that was some good stuff yep um, so yeah, that was cool to see him back out there running that scheme and, uh, and, and putting a good run together. I mean, solid at Darlington. That's, I gotta, again, that's no joke. I got to give a shout out to the best paint scheme in the truck series this weekend. It was the second best paint scheme of the entire weekend. Um, only second to the Allen quickie scheme. Cause you can't beat that. But Timmy Hill with the 56, uh, Ray Bestis breaks truck because James, you know, you know, I, I love know. me some Ray Bestis uh, brake yes, schemes. Yes, you do. The yes, old uh, Kenny Irwin slash Butch Miller paint scheme. Um, that one was pretty. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Yep. That was a nice looking truck. Yep. So. And Sheldon Creed's truck was. Yeah, Creed's was really good. I mean, the the font and everything was perfect. Just yeah, didn't have didn't have the sponsor. Dude, but, yeah. I love this race. I love the fact that we run the throwbacks all weekend long. I hope we get yeah. more and more and more. I'm it's glad they so brought the truck fun. series in to do it too because. Yeah. Uh, you know, the trucks would do it at like the road course and stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, now we're all doing it. I mean, there were some great trucks out there, great trucks, great cars. Um, you know, we shouted out our favorites last week and we forgot to mention Eric Jones. That was a really good looking car. I think he won best in show. I actually, yeah. So that was good. Um, Stuart yeah, Friesen so many... had a really good truck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Riley Herbst in the Xfinity series ran Tony Stewart's, um, rookie yeah. scheme that looked sharp, like just the orange seeing that you don't see that orange anymore. Cause I, kind of miss home depot as a sponsor right um those orange cars were sharp back in the day that caught my eye um a whole bunch i mean hell ty gibbs ran the interstate car and i love that car too so yeah that was a good looking car yeah i always love the interstate batteries um old school schemes yep lots of good ones lots of good ones definitely uh i thought i was gonna say i thought our boy parker clickerman was gonna have a have a nice finish at the end of the trucks race too yeah Um, before we move off the trucks i uh just wanted to bring that up because he blew a tire and yep. I thought he was, he was destined for a top 10. Yeah. I like, um, I like Parker. I want to see him. him I know every time he him. runs, I want to see him do good. And I know he's won a couple recently, uh, one Talladega at least recently. Yeah. So, um, hope, hopefully he can get a, get a win again someday, but there wanted to shout that one out too. <clears throat> I watched a lot of trucks. So I was, I was eager to talk. <laughs> 
yeah i mean it's 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 always a, such a good series yeah the trucks are good man yeah trucks are good all right james that puts darlington in the rearview mirror for now we'll be back there in the in the fall for the the playoff race the southern yes, 500 we weekend yes we will uh, let's talk some news, I guess, before we entirely get out of Darlington. Um, we Joey Logano is going to lose his crew chief this week as a result of Darlington. Paul Wolf, yeah. uh, one race suspension due to luck nuts missing. And then yep. uh, we found out Jeremy Bullins will be missing a second week as crew chief for Brad Keselowski as well uh, for precautionary measures. I believe it was, it was COVID protocol last week, wasn't I it? I believe, yeah. It sounds like he may have it. So, yeah. Um, just, yeah, they haven't come out and said that, but... right. Two weeks, um, so yeah, Brad's a down, but you know, Brad got that win at Talladega, so you know, they're okay, um, yep. with or without Jeremy. Uh, I, I do wonder if that played a role in how bad he was Sunday, but <laughs> right, um, you know, we'll see at Dover because Brad's if Brad... been good at Darlington, but then again, you have to keep in mind that this is back to the 750 package here, so yeah. Um, speaking of which, we'll have that at Dover this weekend as well. So exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, like I, Joey Logano, I like on 750 tracks, uh, but without Paul Wolf, I don't know if I like him as much at Dover. Yeah. Um, I, like he was going to have a top five at Darlington, um, but that penalty killed him. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, two, two crew chiefs is that's going to hurt the whole Penske team. Yeah, it is. I, I think, you know, we lose those two guys, especially Paul Wolf, um, probably the best crew chief in the, in the stable. So, right. We'll see. We'll see how they do. Um, Dover's grandstands are sold out for Sunday's cup race. Yeah. Um, did, I, did I read that right? 20,000, right? Something like that. It's, it's definitely, it's, it's reduced capacity um, yeah. due to COVID, but sold out for what they've got. Um, Pretty cool. So that's cool. Yep. Uh, some not so shocking news this week. NASCAR could potentially slow the cars down for Daytona and Talladega later this season. Um, I don't think anybody is surprised by that. Um, I'm curious how nope. they will go about doing that. I'm assuming it'll be done with the tapered spacer and not aerodynamics, but who knows? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's, I mean, anytime a car goes airborne, they're going to do something to try and change it. I don't know that it's going to make a big difference, but and what every is... time they slow them down, they just get faster. So I know I, I, they're, what are they going to do? Increase this tapered spacer again. And they, they're just going to, that's the thing is these, these teams are going to find ways to get that horsepower somewhere they they're gonna find it built this track to be dangerous and ridiculous and it's living up to expectations and now we've been trying to fix it for the entire life i mean literally the first race at this track was a nightmare yeah so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh um some news out of the the dale jr camp he says he'll race the xfinity series race at nashville fairgrounds every year until he retires fully uh if nascar comes back to the fairgrounds yes you got Dale Jr. He wants it bad. <laughs> yeah, he wants it bad. I know he's uh, he's meeting with them again this week. They're gonna take the try and take the next step toward getting that race to to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, awesome. Who you can't think of a better cheerleader to have on your side than Dale Jr. Right? Yeah, I know. I love it. I you know he'll he's he's willing to do anything to get that to get that deal done. So um kudos man thanks dale jr because we want we want nashville on the schedule oh yeah arca race was there this weekend that was uh looked like it was a good one yeah yeah srx is going there um later this year so that'll give you a little another little taste of uh, of nashville if you want to check that out so yeah. um I, i'm not sure when the date is on that it's one of their what are they doing six races one of them's nashville yeah so, um i um, will say that you know should we run a nascar race at nashville it will look much different than what it looked like for the arca race this weekend um, yeah, yeah a lot of improvements will be coming to that place that's part of the whole proposal so yeah yeah they'll make it happen yeah you want to I, I think it's going the right direction i think the biggest concern that people have right now is the the noise and the expectation that there's gonna be more racing there and um marcus smith has said that that's exactly the opposite that it'll be more scheduled um and there'll be fewer race weekends there um but bigger race weekends there so in theory hopefully it'll make the residents happy and they'll be able to get something through and we can actually make this thing happen absolutely um we'll jump over real quick uh, well I'll, I'll keep this in the order that keep I got it rolling keep it rolling keep it I want to get to this. <laughs> yeah this this one i wanted to discuss um so <gasps> sheldon creed i don't even know where to start with this thing so we had uh, we had the truck race um, this weekend, and Sheldon Creed won the race in an unsponsored truck, um, and brought some attention to it on social media. And so I don't remember exactly how it occurred. Somebody somebody called out Marcus Lamonis, I believe, from Camping World for not sponsoring Sheldon Creed's truck, 
And uh, Marcus Lemonis responded that they made him an offer and he turned it down. And Sheldon Creed's reply was, we are worth more than $15,000. To to start out with, to be clear, and we'll, we'll comment on this in a moment, to start out with, um, the this 15, so good. 15, this whole thing is so good, Eric. $15,000 is the base, and if, if he would have won the race, which he did, he would have gotten $100,000 um, per the sponsorship deal that Marcus Lemonis is putting out. But So I replied on Twitter because it was really frustrating <laughs> me, and I said, is Sheldon Creed really implying that Marcus Lemonis and Camping World are not doing enough for the NASCAR Truck Series right now? I said, come on, man. Because yeah. – I yeah. mean, seriously, there's so how many Camping World trucks in the series? Marcus Lemonis is putting bonuses up like freaking crazy. He's single-handedly keeping this series in business. He really is. Yeah. And Sheldon Creed goes and wins a race and, and rips on on Marcus Lemonis. And I don't Camping know if World. he's okay. Well, hold on, it, let me pause for. I don't know if he's ripping on it. Well, and ahead. that's Continue. that's what Marcus Lemonis responded. He I got a reply from him. James put it on the board. Got a reply from Marcus Lemonis. Yeah, he, he says, "No, he is board. not. Um, he's a great driver with a good future." Personally. <laughs> I believe that is Marcus Lemonis playing politics and playing along, but I'm, I'm irritated. I was irritated by this and I lost I some love, respect. For I Shel- love that you ran to Marcus Lemonis' defense and then he just was like, no, <laughs> I know, right? which is exactly what Sheldon Creed did to him. That is true. That is true. It's so good. It's, that is true. You can't write comedy <sighs> better than what happened when you shouted out Marcus Lemonis. I lost it's- some respect for, with Shel- for Sheldon Creed with that comment though. I well, really let me did. Say, well, let me say this. Let me say this. You don't have to take anybody's money. Right. Like, you can tell me, Eric, you can come to me and say, James, we're going to do this podcast. I'm going to pay you a million dollars a year. Yeah, don't and hold your say, breath. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> exactly, right? And everybody be like, well, James, that's crazy. Like, you take that money. I mean, nah, I just do this for fun. Right. Like, what do you swear? Like, am I an, am I an a-hole because I don't want to take your money? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's a great offer that Marcus. It's not that he didn't take the money; it's that he's saying we're worth it, more than that, and and maybe know. he is. I don't, you know, obviously I, not because he's running unsponsored. Well, and that see that's the problem. That's where we come to this because there is more value, and this is where the business side gets in the way of what the fans see, and makes yeah. it tough to understand. There are times when there is more value to run an unsponsored car than there mm-hmm. is to put a sponsor on it. Yep. Because if you take a sponsor for, let's just say, you take a $15,000 sponsor and slap it on a race-winning truck, a championship-winning truck, and there's somebody willing to pay $30,000, they see that truck and go, well, he's sponsored, so we're not going to sponsor him. Yep. So I get it. I get the business aspect of it. I didn't like the way it was and I'm just jumping into a Twitter conversation, so it's my fault yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. and and Marcus set me straight, so there you go. I'll, that I'll, was I'll take it. I'll take my medicine. It was so <laughs> funny, and and the fact that you put it on the board of our stupid Twitter game, <laughs> right? I, I mean, it's great. I mean, I love it. Hey, I, love I got a thing. response from Marcus Lemonis. Doesn't matter whether it was a positive one or not. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so <sighs> funny. Like we were in our message group, and you said. Yeah. You were like, yeah, I got a response. And then I went and looked at it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> the thing is, is again, I, what frustrates me and I noted this, it, it frustrates me because I don't think of anybody that you can criticize in a sport right now. Marcus Lemonis is not the guy that you can criticize. And we're going to talk about him here in a second. Again. No, absolutely not. The you guy is, him. like I said, he's single-handedly keeping the truck series alive. Listen, I, I had full intentions earlier this week to be like, I'm going to come on this podcast. I'm going to play the heel and I'm going to call <laughs> Marco Simonis a rich jerk just to take Eric off. Not that I believe it or anything. And right. I, honestly, Eric, you can't do it because you take Sheldon's creed side or not, whatever you want to do with this whole thing. Yeah. Um, you said it. Marco Simonis is keeping the truck series in business and mm-hmm. he's done a lot for NASCAR. I mean, he's sponsoring races. He's Yeah. You know, he's probably getting good deals on a lot of things because nobody else is buying up the space. But hell, man, buy up the space. If it's there, get it. And that's what he wants to do. Yeah. So I, I and then the next thing you're talking about, too, I'm excited about that. Well, so. and before we get to that, don't get me wrong. Marcus Lemonis is doing great things for the sport, but Marcus Lemonis is doing great things for himself, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, he's promotion. getting this publicity. It's Camping World's getting the publicity. NAS- NASCAR fans are campers. Yeah. I mean, Eric used to camp. Yeah, at, at the track too. So, yep. um, I'll tell you what. If I, I'm, there's been many times that I've looked up Camping World's website to see about renting a camper to go somewhere, 
you know, my biggest problem is they don't usually allow pets, and that is when I, you know, bow out. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, I've got two 10-year-old boys, so I need pets, yeah, that's need pets to be allowed. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Um, yeah, so the next story, uh, Adam Stern reports on North Wilkesboro's uh, Chamber of Commerce spending $5,000 on, on billboards and uh, signage uh, calling for Speedway Motorsports to reopen North Wilkesboro. And when he tweeted that story, Marcus Limonis tweets that he's willing to invest up to a million dollars in the complex and even have a small camping world store on property to help this thing happen. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just talk. I mean, yep. there's no contract or anything, but still, I, I, James, I don't know about you, but I feel like we're heading in the direction that this oh, truck's going to be saved. It's, it's a brewing. It's a brewing. I just I hope know. that we don't put a bunch of money into this place and then realize the reason that it failed is because the location sucks and yeah. we go right back to, and I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I think that we're going to run a cup race here again. We probably won't. Well, unless it's dirt. Yeah, that's possible. I, I think yeah, but what we have Speedway Motorsports is, I, I think know. Speedway Motorsports tears up Bristol and makes it a permanent dirt track before they make I North hope, Wilkesboro a dirt track. Not. Yeah, I hope not. I don't want to do that. I don't either, but I think I think that is more in the cards than running I, North Wilkesboro as a dirt track. Here's the thing with North Wilkesboro. The myth is has become bigger than the I agree. The actual facility. I agree. Were the races really that good there? No, I mean, not memorable, but here, like... There's a couple, it, but that's it's it. A, it's a frozen moment in time yeah. that still stands and that is the draw to mm -hmm. Wilkesboro and people can go there and they can that's the thing about old facilities is you feel the ghosts right, right? you walk in like uh, Eric you've been on um you've been you've been places at, with you know with your job yeah um well I don't know I can't remember if you've been on U of M's field oh, in yeah. Ann Arbor that was um, my walk, first college football game James well, I walked the, out the tunnel yeah exactly I, that's exactly where i'm going when i walked the tunnel there you can feel the ghosts of, yeah and it like, doesn't even mean anything to me because i'm not a college football I fan know, but, but you still know, i still felt it i know it's weird <laughs> like i can only imagine walking into wrigley would would yeah. do that way like i you know like i had a um i'm well, not a hockey fan I, I that's where you and i can probably connect on this but mm -hmm. i've been inside the joe yep uh in detroit and yeah man Dude, walking been... into Daytona was like that for me. I'm yeah, I, Daytona. I'm so oh, yeah. grateful that I got to go to Daytona before the remodel. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because I walked into those old stands. I walked into those, you know, folding chairs, yep. you know, bolted down to the wooden grandstands, and yep, you know, it's. Yeah, I'm glad could, I got to experience that. Yeah, you could feel. I, I don't know about you, but Dale Earnhardt was yeah. there. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Like that's that's the thing, and that, and that's Wilkesboro. That's Wilkesboro. Yep. Um, and you know, I mean, I not to say that we're gonna do this and then it's gonna be a complete bomb. Because if you sit here and think about, we we just talked about two really old tracks that we love in Darlington and Martinsville, um, that still put on great shows. We look forward to them every year. Um, so it's not to say that because it's an old track that it's only myth. Maybe it will yeah. continue to put on good shows like that as well. Yep. I mean, not that the new tracks don't put on good shows as well, but I mean, I don't know. It's a short track. That's, I think that's the biggest thing is a short track. Yeah. If we could add this back to the cup series, if we could get California with the short track, you know, we're, we're clicking towards where we want to be with some short tracks in the series. Yeah, we here. are. Yeah, we are. Yep. So exactly. Exactly. So yeah, let's, let's see what happens. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm optimistic. It's, it's sounding really good. Yeah, I mean, there's there's momentum. You got um, but two you know, guys leading the charge in Marcus Smith and Marcus yeah. Limonis that can get yeah. stuff done. And that's and that's what the Rock didn't have yeah. in Rockingham. The Rockingham, they got it back. Yep. they got the trucks there for two races and it died again. Yep. Um, so, that's yeah. my worry though, James, is that that's what we're gonna get at North Wilkesboro. We're gonna get the trucks or the Xfinity series, and people just aren't gonna buy into it, and it's gonna be another Rockingham. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because Rockingham is a great track, and that truck race was a good race, and people just bailed on it, just didn't didn't support it. Yep. So. Yep. <sighs> Any other news, James? Did I miss anything? Uh no, man. I think we're good. Let me. Uh, I was gonna check the twitters really quick, just to yeah, just to make sure we don't have an eye racing event or anything like no, that. No, no, that this week. So. Um, while God. you're doing that, I'm going to just recap last week. Uh, we talked about the picks a little bit, uh, but we'll kind of run over them. James, uh, Sheldon Creed, and Justin Allgaier both got wins for James. 
Uh, Denny Hamlin was his pick for the Cup Series. I picked Kevin Harvick. Um, Hamlin did better, and James is now ahead of me again in the picks. That was, Eric, you had your second 100-plus point week. A great week. (laughs) I know. You had all 35. You had 35 and above for all your picks, and you ran into a buzzsaw. Yeah. Um, 145 points you got this week. That's the most Dude, this season. Had, you've had two. I mean, you've had several great weeks. Yeah. That, you die. I mean, you've been, had some bad ones, too. That's, that's I've had some problem. really bad ones, but, yeah, I, I didn't think I'd top the 142. <sighs> and then going into Sunday, I had both winners, and I was feeling it. I when was Denny Hamlin was running good at the beginning of that race, I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. If if Hamlin had pulled it off, I was going to come on here and say this was the greatest <laughs> the greatest picks we've ever done. And that goes because I still consider your Cole Custer win, yeah, our greatest. It's that that's our greatest picks moment. And I don't know if I'll ever top that, but man, it was I I felt like I was close. <laughs> I felt like I was close. If I could have pulled the Kyle Busch sweep on you, that would have been that would have been. Well, perfect. I had the Cole Custer, and I Ugh, also I so also cool. had the Kevin Harvick sweep at Michigan. Yeah, that was good. Well, that was <laughs> but Cole also Custer a was job. out of nowhere. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah and I still Come call on, that man. That was the that was a screw job because you led me in, you pulled the the rug out on me on that one. Whatever. Got your Kevin Harvick picks in, flip flopped it on me. Terrible. So James is 31 points ahead of me. He's got 1,030 points to mine. 999. Yeah, almost made it to a thousand. Almost yeah. there, man. One more. Yep. So with that, I get the first pick this week. And I'm struggling with this this Xfinity pick because yeah. I'm trying to decide whether I go with my first thought or I play defense. And I think I'm going to play defense, James, which is it's not entirely defense because I also kind of favor this driver as well. So you can't pick Justin Allgaier this week. I cannot. So if no. I pick Justin Allgaier, that you know he's got great average finish here. Um, he's got a win recently. Yeah, he's got a win recently. That's Lots an easy. Of that's an easy pick. But if I don't pick Justin Allgaier, you can't pick him. So I can take I two guys anyway. off the board. You've you've got yeah. I can't so, pick Allgaier. So, so I'm going to take two yeah. guys off the board, and I'm going to go a with good move. I'm going to go with Daniel Hemrick as my pick this oh, weekend. Oh, nice. Because nice, again, nice, I nice. think he's chomping at the bit, and he has a great average finish here. He runs well here. He's only run three yep. races here in the Xfinity series, but. Um, he's got, he's one to look at. So, yep. Yep. I like it. Um, so I can't pick Allgaier. Um, I'm scared about picking Gregson. Yeah. That Gregson uh, is on my list and I'm like, nope, not doing it. Yeah. Can't yeah. I it. can't, can't do it. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to fight fire with fire. I'll take, uh, Austin. I knew Sinner. you were going, I knew yeah. that's where you were going to go if I went. Yeah. Right no, nah, I got to play. Yeah. Well, I'll see. No, I'm playing you defense to. to your, you got yep, to. I'm playing defense to your, to your move. So. Yep. So yeah, so Austin Cindric for me, and then yeah, I'm like, yeah, I would not be surprised if you got the win, um, with that one this week. So I am gonna go for my for my cup, uh, pick. I'm I'm going with Mo, man. I gotta go with Mo, and I'm gonna go with the guy who it runs well here. It's one of his home tracks, and he just one won. of his seven home tracks. Yeah, he just won. Yeah. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. is my pick for this one. MTJ. I, yeah, I can't. Can't say you're not gonna win that one. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, that's why I like what, what we did this year, Eric. I like that yeah. you get to pick first now coming out. You know, you get a chance well, to. Bounce I, back. I like the you fact get... that you can't sit there and and pick the same driver and and that stuff yep. too. I mean, I, I, the rules are good. Yeah, I like it. Yep. And then uh, and thanks thanks to Todd for that. That was yeah. a good suggestion. So I can't pick uh, Denny Hamlin. So he's that's off right. my that's he's correct. off my board. So that's uh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Keep in mind now, keep in mind again, this is the 750 package now. It is not Mm -hmm. the package we've had recently at Dover. Right, right. Yeah. And so I would have, see, like I mentioned earlier, I would have liked Joey Logano here with the 750 package. Um, I'm going to go something a little different. I'm going to, I'm going to reach a little bit. Okay. Um, but maybe not as much as you would think I'm going to reach. Uh, I'm going to say William Byron. Hmm. That's a good pick because Byron has run really well here. Yeah. I'm going to go. He hasn't won here, right? No. he hasn't won, but not he, in the, yeah, obviously not in the cup. He series. was really close once, I believe. Yeah, let me look. Uh, hold Kyle on. Kyle Larson's also a good pick here, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that was probably pretty dumb. Of him. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's obviously haven't run here recently. I believe uh, Byron yeah. had a race that he had won here and then blew it at the end. Yeah, he doesn't have a win in the Xfinity series. Uh, let me check the truck series. He does not have a win in the truck series either here. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, but we'll see. 
I'm uh, I'm optimistic. He I'm more picking him based off of how good he's running this oh, season. Oh yeah, he's a good pick right now. Just period. He's, yeah, he's toasty. Um, he's he's one James. He's like Kyle Larson right now. There's no bad place to pick him. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, he's just. I feel like he's gonna get me a top ten regardless. And you've got you've got the favorite. Truex was the Truex was the best pick here. So. Um, yeah, so we'll I, see. I had yeah. to take it. Yeah, there's no, there's no Jimmy Johnson in his prime, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, I, I like that one. That's yeah, really I, I think Martin Truex Jr. right now is the closest to Jimmy Johnson in his prime. Yeah, he's, I mean, ripping him off right now. So yeah, yeah, that's good, really good. All right, uh, fantasy league, uh, fantasy sucks. Hey, you're still doing okay. I know, I'm still second. You're doing just With fine. That ninth place finish. Yeah. Hold on, I'm loading it up, so it takes uh, yeah. that. Justin seven one three gets the win this week. Yeah, and he's. I guess our. I guess we're gonna do a combined shout out for yeah, him. Yeah, we week. had. I. Um, I don't know if you can get a shout out by asking for one. But I mean, if you're winning the <laughs> fantasy league every week, I feel like you're. Uh, you're in, man. Yeah. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> um. I mean, he's making a run. So Justin Carrier is his actual. And that's what he uh, goes by on Twitter. But Justin seven one three. Um, yeah, he's been running really well. And last week I called Ranger the goat and was that premature? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. We'll he's, he's still back in ninth right now. So he's got some, got a ways to go to catch up yeah. to us front runners. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's the most braggadocious we'll ever be. But yeah, Justin gets the win. He, he nips, uh, team draft Tona, um, and then rusty W two and Ranger tied for third. So, I mean, Ranger's still there. Yeah, Ranger continues to run up front. Fast of the grass and Smokey come back. James, uh, both you guys caught up a little bit this week. Uh, a little me. bit. A little bit, yeah. We, Fast uh, of the grass is getting kind of nervously close. To, yeah, he's to there. Um, yeah, Fast of the grass is there. He's coming for you in third yeah. place. Um, I'm still lingering. I'm 18 behind. Um, but Bird 8U is one point behind me. Um, and we have a little bit of separation to our friend Baron. So, But Ranger... He's at twenty four oh nine, and you're second with twenty one seventy one. I he, he's yeah. gonna be up front for a long time. Yeah, he's gonna be up front for a long time, and it won't be me catching him. So, <laughs> James, get your crap yep. together and get get up here. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh man, fantasy! I'm uh, telling you, I'm telling you, stupidest thing ever. It's just the stupidest <laughs> thing ever. It. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. What are you um, going to do? I feel like I had another shout out, but I can't remember for the life of me what it was. I know Justin was on the list. Oh, you know what? I do remember what it was because I retweeted it so that I would remember what it was. So, James, you got any other shout outs while I'm looking for this? No, no, no. I'm I'm actually right. glad Justin said something, though, honestly, because he's been a follower of ours for yes, a while. Yes, he has. Um, follows us on Twitter. So we, I mean obviously yeah i'm giving him crap about asking so we, for a shout out but no he's he's awesome no, he's a good guy i know it's been great yeah he's one of i mean we've got a handful of people on twitter who actually you know we get some conversation going yeah. from time to time he's one of those guys so yep. uh we do we do appreciate that so thank you man and, and thanks for the reminder but also good work because yeah um you know we all suck at fantasy and if somebody can stand out <laughs> so be right. so be it so oh my so God. my shout out this week is zach albert james do you know who zach albert is that sounds familiar uh please remind me so zach I, that sounds familiar to zach me zach albert is a content manager for nascar.com that's it and so the I reason i'm yes. shouting him out is he has a gallery which i retweeted if you go to t super speedway on twitter you can see the retweet um he during darlington's throwback weekend takes a vintage camera and takes yes. real or photos with real film that he then develops after the fact. And he's got a gallery on NASCAR.com uh, with these photos. And it's just spectacular. If, if you're a photo nerd like I am, um, I, I'm a photographer. I do plenty of shooting. I've done 99% of my photography with digital. Um, did a little bit with film in college, but have moved to digital. And it's just cool to see these old photos. And, and he's got a picture in his, in his Twitter uh, Twitter feed of the camera that he used and his old 1970s camera that you actually look down into to take these photos. And it's just, it's awesome, man. So um, very cool. The the throwback stuff is just awesome that, that we get to see um, for this weekend. I love the fact that we do it. I'm totally fine. I, 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 you know, I feel like it should be the Southern 500 because that's our historic race. Um, but I'm good with it being 
this one. I mean, as yeah, long I as mean, we have it. I know. I, and I, yeah, you know, I guess too, like teams don't have to worry all about it for the playoffs either. They exactly. That's go the there and biggest race. thing is with the, with the race in the playoffs. Now your sponsors want to put their name on the car and be recognizable yeah. and all that. And I get it. Eric, I'm back on, I'm on Zach's page now and, Man, that Eric Jones car. We really screwed up last week not talking about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a good-looking car. It's a Man, really good-looking car. Man, it's just so sharp. It's that yellow highlight on it the front. It doesn't nice. beat the Kuwiki car, but it's close. No, yeah, it doesn't beat... Yeah, Corey LaJoy wins, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really Well, good. not only does Corey LaJoy win, James, but Corey LaJoy also duplicated the photo <sighs> of Alan Kuwiki standing with the Xerox car at Daytona. Yeah. With Alan Kuwiki's legit fire suit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> it wasn't a replica fire suit. It was Alan Kowicki's fire suit. Yeah, that was good. And come to find out, Corey LaJoy is a big Alan Kowicki fan. He's racing the seven car out of the Alan Kowicki shop in the Cup Series. How freaking awesome is that? Yeah, I know. That car was undeniably my favorite of I the weekend. I don't love Corey LaJoy, but I have to love him a little bit more because of that. Yeah, I don't... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I just... That was so well done. Yeah. I, I don't know if, uh, I don't know, man, I'm trying to think of a paint scheme. I've liked more than that one. Yeah. I mean, well, Byron I, ran I the... will say though, James, being the Dale jr. In me is a little disappointed because the, the gradient wasn't perfect. It wasn't, it doesn't match up. It's not. Perfectly. Yeah, I know that's hard to do. The yeah. Xerox logo is a little different. You know, it's, it's a little, there's a little different. Tweaks. Yeah. There's a little tweaks on it, yeah, but it's really good. It's at least got the number font, right? I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. When Byron stuff. did the city Chevrolet cold trickle. Yeah. Uh, was that last year? That car was just show so sharp. Yeah. I mean, always has been sharp. That's well, probably one of my favorite ones. And too. I think possibly maybe one of the best all time is the, um, the 42, that Larson oh, yeah, did, when Larson ran Kyle Petty's, yeah, when Larson ran Kyle Petty's 42. Yeah, that one was pretty darn perfect. So that's probably the best it's ever going to get. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Brad's Miller High Life or Miller Jr. Draft car was pretty good. I don't know, man. Yeah. There's been some really good ones. Yeah, I know. They're tough to <laughs> We could spend to a whole beat. podcast talking about these throwback cars. I know. I know. It's it, They're tough to beat. They're yeah, tough to beat. Definitely. It's great. It's our era, man. It's, yeah. You know, yep. we're, we're NASCAR 90s and. That's, I mean, that's, that's just, you know, I, I need, I need a Kodak number four from Kevin Harvick at some point. That would be cool. But I know it's never going to happen. Probably not. It's just not. But right. I need it. I need it in my life. Yeah. I loved that car so much. Harvick's paint scheme wasn't bad this weekend either. That was kind of no, cool. He didn't even release it until the day before the race. I know. Which was, which was really cool. It's kind of Richard Childress-esque. Show yeah, up at the yeah. track with it. That's what you do. Yeah. Yep. That's what, then that's what he did. Yeah. Nobody knew nobody knew what that car was going to be after Dale Earnhardt had passed. Yeah, so exactly. So I like so it. just like it. just a note on that. You know, it's an interesting story that I didn't realize until not too long ago that the reason that Kevin Harvick drove the 29 was because Richard Childress went to NASCAR and said, "Give me a, the lowest number you have that doesn't have a 3 in it." Yep. And that's the number that was available. So, number 29. Number 29 it was, and that's what it's been. No uh, what it, what it was until um until Austin Dillon came yeah. in. No meaning behind it whatsoever. It just doesn't have a three in it. Yeah, I mean that yeah. It, it's it came from a place of brokenness. Yeah. And and uh you know, Kevin Harvick did a lot of good things in that car. Mm-hmm. So yep. pretty cool. Yeah, it's that was a good one. On that note, James, where can people find you if they want to talk throwback paint schemes with you during the week? Ah, yes, at James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Super Speedway. Just a heads up, you guys send a message on there. It's probably James replying because he's way better at it than I am, but, uh, but <laughs> you can chat with us on Facebook too. Uh, we'll get yep. those messages as well. So again, facebook.com slash the Super Speedway. Our website address is thesuperspeedway.com. You can find uh, old episodes of the podcast there. Uh, show notes, links to articles we discuss, uh, past race coverage, photos, all that stuff uh, can be found there. And uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, wherever you found us today. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen. We go to Dover uh, this weekend. I believe it's Dover International. What the heck is this racetrack called now? They keep changing it. Dover Super Speedway? No, I think it's just Dover... <laughs> I don't know. It's Dover. It's just Dover. We go to Dover. It used to be Dover Downs. Now it's just Dover. Um, the the monster, Miles the monster. We'll uh, we'll see if he gets anybody this weekend. <laughs> Seven hundred fifty horsepower package. Uh, we'll be back next week to break it all down, and then we'll preview Circuit of the Americas, James. 
Yes, going Coda. to Coda. Yes, with awesome. our special guest, Mr. Derek Winter, coming there, on. There you go. So we're going to have a three-man pod There next you go. Week. That's so going to throw everything off. Make sure to check us back out next week. We'll be back to discuss it all. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. Uh-huh.